big decision a few months ago. I decided to start watching The Bachelor for the first time. My girlfriend and I were immediately hooked, and of course we had our favorites. And one of our favorites is joining us, or joining me today, and that would be Elise. Elise, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Of course. So, like I said, first season of me watching The Bachelor... I've been watching, you know, the bad VH1 dating shows for a while. So this was a new experience for me. I kind of want to go through the, you know, kind of the journey itself. So at least kind of my first question is, which I, I think a lot of people think about doing this, is auditioning for the show. And what led you to audition? And when you went in originally, did you think there was a chance you could make it on? I'm going to be honest with you. To this point, I have no idea who nominated me. No one's fessed up to it yet. Um, it was not something that was immediately on my radar as something I wanted to do, especially in my 30s. But um, thankfully, someone out there who maybe one day will tell me who they are um, sent in an application for me. And it was it was a surprise, to say the least, when I got that call. Um, and then as we went through the interview process, I really thought there's no chance in heck that I'm going to be cast for this. And even when Colton got announced with him being significantly younger than me, I thought, well, I'm out. (laughs) So it was a pleasant surprise when I got the call saying, get ready, you're going to be coming out of a limo in a few weeks. Yeah, I I think when they show the commercial during the show and says, you know, we have open casting for this, I think a lot of people go, oh, wow, I'd like to be on that. But it's so crazy. I mean, for you and the other people in the mansion, it's like, you're there, you're one of the people. And I couldn't even imagine getting that phone call. It seems like it would just be a shock. It it was an absolute shock. I honestly thought when they first called me, it was a prank call from one of my girlfriends. Um, But then they followed it up with an email and I didn't think that my friends had enough money to buy that domain name. So (laughs) I figured, oh, wow, this is, this is real. And it was, you know, it was definitely, like you said, it's a shock. And then when you come out of the limo night one, it is so surreal. If you've watched this show, um, you're like, whoa, I'm I'm here. There's the, the sparkling driveway, and there's the man in the truck. It's crazy. And that leads me to my next question, which is, you know, you're getting out of the car, getting out of the limo. And for this season, of course, Colton is standing there. I feel like that's the moment it becomes real. And when you when you step out of the limo and kind of go in, you know, the mansion for the first time, there's all these other women there. When you first got there, was your first thought to be, you know, I'm only here to end up with Colton in the end? Or was it to just, you know, enjoy the experience and just kind of see how it goes? I think it would be kind of unreasonable to say that you're going in and thinking this is my person when you haven't even met him yet. Um, I knew from watching his season with Becca that he was physically someone I would find attractive, but you only see, you know, very short little clips of him um, throughout the season. So I didn't know him, but I was definitely open to the idea that, you know, I guess the best way to put it is I was thinking of this, this is the world's craziest blind date. And as blind dates go, you can either hit it off or you don't, but I'm still going to come away with a crazy experience. And if I don't go home night one, maybe I'll make a few friends along the way as well. Um, So I was definitely open to the idea of it, but very practical and thinking it's a two-way street. Just because he's the lead does not mean that I am going to have a connection with him. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I feel like, obviously, I'm only going off one season, but this season it seemed 
with yourself, with some other women, and even Colton, there was kind of a more realistic portrayal of dating. I mean, within the crazy context that is The Bachelor, but there was, you know, you and other women leaving. There was Colton saying, you know, we don't have to get engaged um, to Cassie in the end. So it seemed like maybe for once there was, it wasn't every woman going, I'm just here to get engaged right away with no basis of even knowing this person. So I think maybe moving forward, that would be a good thing for the show. Do you have any thoughts on that? Did you notice that as well? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when I left, it certainly wasn't something I was trying to start a trend, but it seemed to go that way. Um, however, I think it speaks to the integrity of the girls that they cast this season. Um, it's very obvious in a day and age of social media and opportunities that can come from you know, getting a little bit more airtime and things like that, that so many chose to be very authentic to how they were feeling in that moment. Um, so I hope that that tradition goes forward, whether this season ends with an engagement or not. Um, I think it just was, like you said, a very real season of people being honest with how they were feeling throughout the experience and when it wasn't the right fit, choosing to leave at that time and not just staying around for, you know, some camera time, basically. Kind of a side question I have going off the your path through the season. Just one thing I was really curious about. What's the dynamic like of kind of becoming friends with all these other women when, I mean, this same question could be asked for the men on The Bachelorette, like becoming friends with all these people when you're all trying to essentially date the same person. Is it weird or do you just kind of move past it because it's a TV show? I, it's not because it's a TV show, but I think the thing that's not really discussed that much about being on The Bachelor is, you are so out of your normal comfort zone. You are taking away your normal responsibilities to work and friends and family. And then also the distractions that we have in day to day life. We're not sitting around watching TV. We really have to just lean on each other. So I think many of the girls did their best to kind of compartmentalize their interactions with Colton and their friendships. Um, I know for me, even when I went on my one-on-one -on -one date, the next day, I told them what we did, but I didn't really discuss um, how I was feeling about him or our conversations. That was something I just chose to keep private. Um, and I think many of the girls did the same thing because, one, we wanted to be respectful of each other as much as possible. And, two, it was the only way to kind of stay sane was to really try to separate those two things. But when you have nobody else but each other to talk to and rely on, you do form friendships incredibly quickly. There's not this, you know, going to coffee with one of your girlfriends and then, okay, I'll see you in a couple months. We were living together. So you got to know the nit and gritty about people very, very quickly. And unfortunately, it is a TV show, and, you know, it's fun to highlight the drama that goes on. And of course, there was that, but there was also some really great friendships that were made throughout the show. Yeah, that's the one thing I really think is interesting. Like you said, everyone's living together. There's really no the normal outside distractions. So, you know, just a few days and then even a few weeks, it's like those people become your closest friends. And I think, I mean, there could be a whole sideshow of just everyone hanging out, but obviously there wouldn't be the drama of all that. But it seemed interesting for me this season watching because, you know, a lot of times when you watch it, it could be The Bachelor or any dating show, a lot of people might go in saying, you know, I just want to watch the drama. But on this season, it was clear that a lot of people were like, when someone left, it was a lot of good friends were being like, you know, broken apart by that. And it was, I think, something that maybe a lot of viewers weren't used to. 
Yeah, I mean, you saw Kerpa crying when Sydney left, and there was definitely, um, when I left, some waves that, that happened, but it was kind of, again, it was just a testimony to, like, the cast that we had this year that many of us got close on the show, and a lot of them I still consider months later as some of my closest friends. And for me, I'm not one that easily makes friends um, and deep relationships with females very easily. And so it was a big learning curve for me um, about just how important those female friendships can be. And I was just, honestly, whether it worked out with Colton and I or not, it was still an amazing opportunity to meet some incredible people that otherwise I, I never would have had the opportunity to meet. Kind of moving back to your you know personal journey going through the show, I know a main storyline for anyone who watched this season of The Bachelor was, you know, you had your one-on-one date, which was one of the earlier ones in the show. And for me, I was like, wow, that's, that seems like a really cool date, really amazing date. You talked about it, you know, in other interviews and everything. For you, you know, going on that one-on-one and then eventually leaving on your own, was that date itself, do you think, kind of the turning point? Like you had this, there was no going back to, I can just watch him date other people. So I guess kind of a question off of that as well is, if you never had that one-on-one date, you think you might have lasted longer on the show before leaving? You know, that's an interesting viewpoint, but I think um, I think the one-on-one date, we did have such a great time. We had a very unique experience of kind of getting to see his life outside of this. And I left that date feeling very confident that this was someone that I would be very interested in the real world of dating. And when I said goodbye to him, even I said, you know, if this was, we had gone on one date, I would be calling all my friends and family members and saying like, Oh, I met this really great guy. He's not only beautiful, but he likes kids and he's so great. Um, But I think the real thing of me needing to leave had less to do with the other girls that were there and a lot more to do with the fact that as much as I liked Colton, I felt there were so many questions of what our life would look like outside of this that in the two weeks we had leading up to potentially introducing him to my family, if he had kept me around for that time, um, it's not something that I take lightly. And I chose to expose my life on a TV show, but to have them included in that, I needed to be sure that this was someone I could really genuinely see us dating or potentially having a future together. And I just thought in the time frame of where our personal relationship was, I wasn't going to have the time to answer those questions. And I know when I was boohooing and saying goodbye, I made the phrase of, saying, you know, I can't ask for everyone on one date for a year to get to that point. And I just thought him and I's relationship, while we had a great connection, it was moving slower than it needed to, to be able to get to that point where I could confidently bring him home. So kind of on that note with the time frame as well, when you're, I think I saw some complaints. I mean, social media is just sometimes brutal in general for anyone, but just complaints of saying like, oh, Elise like didn't understand what she was getting into. It's The Bachelor, when which I don't agree with, but just bringing it up as the critique that's out there. But, but when you're going into the show, is it just like, was that thought ever in the back of your mind? Or were you just so open to anything that, you know, you just kind of waited to cross that bridge when it came? You know, I've read those, you know, I got plenty of comments about 
in lots of messages about that very thing of, didn't you know what you were getting into? But what I think people forget when they have that viewpoint is that just because someone is the lead does not mean that that is the person that you are connected with enough to spend the rest of your life with if it were to lead to an engagement. And it's okay to say, we're not going to get there. I knew that traditionally this show ends in an engagement and that's something that I am ready for in my life, but it needs to be with the right person. And so I think being authentic to myself and how I was feeling was much more important to me than maybe some of the public critiques of, oh my gosh, she left the show. So, er I mean, people call it the early on and she could have just stuck it out. Well, what's the point of doing that if you know that the right decision is to leave and to have that conversation, especially because to this day, I have a lot of respect for Colton and I could have maybe stayed around for a week or two and got more camera time or whatever, but that wouldn't have been um, a sign of respect for him or even respecting how I was feeling in that moment. So, yes, the public wants to critique it as, as they will when they're watching a show, but to me it was a lot bigger than a show. This is my actual life, and the decisions that I made on the show could very much impact my life. So it was much more important for me to be authentic to that than the timeline of a tv show yeah and on the topic of kind of you know social media comments with a lot of guests i have who have you know larger followings on whether it be you know twitter instagram any any outlet i like to ask you know you probably went from a situation where you had kind of just you know your own personal account to once you're on the show your followers the account just keeps going up how have you dealt with that you know you know, the more followers, the more comments, whether it be positive or negative. Has it been something that's been stressful or is it just kind of, you know, you just deal with it well? It's an adjustment, I have to say. Um, the thing about social media is, is people can comment kind of anonymously. And so people are a little bit more brazen than they would be face-to-face. -face. Um, I was lucky enough that especially after a one-on-one date, and I think people took that quite well. My first influx of followers, if you will, were all very positive. Um, when I left the show, that turned. And it was hard because I'm watching myself be very vulnerable and <laughs> bawling my eyes out on national television and then to read critiques of it. However, I know that I made the best decision for me. So it's not something that I take too seriously. Of course, everyone you know, can say, oh, I don't read the stuff about me online. They're probably lying. We all do. <laughs> um, so it's, I've had its moments of difficulty. I'm also a person that up until this point has very much enjoyed having the privacy in my life. I have a very social career, so it's nice for me to go home to my little sanctuary and kind of live my life as I please, and that has definitely changed since the show. So it's kind of just trying to find the balance between positive and negative and I you know I feel for I don't want to bring up age it was already brought up so much on this show but I do think that I have a soft spot for some of the younger girls that you know I read some of their comments as the show has gone on and I just wonder at that age if I would have been able to handle it well emotionally and you know it's tough it's tough to read that stuff about people that I consider my friends and 
I just hope that everyone knows that has cast um, this season or prior or future seasons um, or is in the same situation that those comments are from people that don't know you and not to say that they don't matter, but in the end, it really, you kind of have to find the balance between what is your real life and who you are as a person versus the comments about you on social media and, and try to find the balance. But it's hard. I won't lie and say that it's it's not fun to read nasty things about your appearance or um, character or people digging into your past and making assumptions of it. It's, it's very, very difficult. It's a challenge, and especially because it is something that, with this show in particular, it's a very short time frame of when they film it to when it starts to air. And it's very hard to wrap your head around how quickly your life becomes food for public conversation. So that's my long-winded answer, but it is, it's definitely a challenge. And I think everyone on this cast has had their days where they've struggled with it. But um, again, we have each other to lean on. We're probably the only people that really understand how it feels. So it's probably formed closer relationships off the show because of, of that. Yeah, unfortunately, it's, I mean, it's just with a lot of things like this, you're putting yourself out there in the first place, and then you have to deal with all these comments, which is just ridiculous. But I think, like you said earlier, you know, this cast this season, it seemed like a very, you know, strong cast, confident. Um, I've seen, you know, other women from the show on social media kind of not attacking negative commenters, but calling them out, um, which I think is good and will, you know, hopefully inspire women that are on the show in the future um, to do the same thing. But I want to switch to a positive question. I just asked you about the negatives. No, that's okay. <laughs> no, I, know, I don't want to dwell too much. Social media, negatives on social media stress me out. So I have a positive question. So you going on the show, how has this changed your life in a positive sense? You know, what benefits have you seen from it? Maybe not just professionally, but personally as well. Um, I think after my one-on-one date and me talking about uh, my sister's passing, it has been incredible to see the outpouring of love that has gone not only to people um, sending me messages that have either gone through a similar experience or maybe lost a family member to cancer and having this connection with someone that is, you know, basically a stranger, but someone that you can kind of relate to um, has been a very interesting and very, very positive thing um, for me personally to kind of give a little bit of advice for those that are just currently going through that type of grief of losing someone very, very close to them or maybe have struggled with cancer themselves. It's been a very unique bonding experience. So as much as, yes, we touched on the negatives of social media, it's been pretty incredible to connect with people on a very deep level with some of their struggles and their hurts of them sharing a very similar experience than the one I chose to talk about on the show. Um, so it's, again, you got to take the good with the bad. And as far as the charity that is being run um, in Alaska in my sister's honor, they certainly have been blown away by people's kindness. One lady admitted almost 50 hats for the infants. And I can't imagine how much time that takes. So it's just incredible to see that there's a lot of goodness and people that will take such time and effort to do something for someone that they don't even know. No, that is amazing. And it's, I mean, obviously your journey on the show ended with you leaving, but 
I mean, if stuff like that happens, it's like, wow, you know, the show does have some benefits. And I think as time goes on, you know, with all the contestants or the women on the show being on social media, it's easier to find causes like that that you're with. And I think that's just that's just awesome. So I want to you brought up the one on one date. Didn't want to dwell on it, but I do have one question kind of. It's more about dating in general. So you ha- you had that date. I've seen, you know, you post about it, say, you know, this was one of the better days, not just dates, but days of your life. Do you think for people out there who, of any age, may be struggling, you know, f- finding that person and thinking, oh, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be alone forever. Do you think like one date like that or one day can really change your outlook? You know, it's an interesting question. I think that... For me, it wasn't so much when I say that was one of the best days I've had. Of course, I enjoyed it because of Colton, but it was so much more than just the romantic atmosphere of it and my interaction with him. It was one of the best days, and I hands down can say that, of my life because we got to do something for those kids that were so deserving and to see their parents' reaction to it and the children's reaction to it. I mean, a lot of those kids are in a hospital on a daily basis, so to be able to be a part of a day that I'm sure they're not going to forget um, was incredibly rewarding, take away even just the romantic atmosphere of it. But for me, I was, you know, I've been in a lot of relationships, and I have struggled at times to find appropriate partners for myself. Um, and I think what this show taught me is we all say, like, we want love and we want to find love. But very few of us are dedicating as much time and energy into that process for as big of a deal as we say it is to us. For me, I was very consumed with work and um, my friendships and my family and was leaving very little time to be open to the potential of finding someone or putting myself into situations um, as a makeup artist, there's not a whole lot of men around. Let's just say that. So I'm not going to meet someone through work most likely. So I was not going out of my normal routine to be open to experiences where I could potentially meet someone. And I think that was a big takeaway for me is if I say that this is something that I really value and want in my life, I need to put myself maybe out of my comfort zone and dedicate time to not only experiencing new things, but putting myself in positions where I could meet someone that shares similar interests or values as I do. And I think across the board, we are such a busy culture that we we kind of forget to prioritize something that we all say we want and and really dedicate time to it. So that was one of my biggest takeaways from being on The Bachelor was I need to make some changes if this is something I really want for my life. And then who knows? You might go on that one date that just you find your person. You never know. But you you have to go on the date. <laughs> That's the biggest thing. You have to go. And I wasn't I wasn't doing that. To be open myself, I um met my girlfriend who I've been dating for over sixteen months now. We met on Tinder. So, and we both decided just to meet up and it's been going well since. So that's my plug <laughs> for dating. And Tinder. I did not did not go on the Bachelorette, but it worked. Hey, you know what? Tinder is just a very expedited version of the Bachelorette. You see all your options. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I'm a big, big proponent of it. So kinda wrapping up here, I have to ask a few, you know, show specific questions for, you know, anyone listening who 
really love the season. So when you left and maybe when you were watching um, when it was airing, who did you think was going to end up with Colton in the end? You know, I I was kind of in a unique situation because I wasn't a part of many group dates that were very big except for Singapore, and that was just a fun day out. So I didn't see his reactions, uh, excuse me, not reactions, interactions with a lot of the women. But when I went on that group date with Singapore, I just saw his eyes constantly going to Cassie. And I remember telling her um, prior to the decision that I was going to go, I was she was having a moment where she was frustrated that she hadn't gone on a one-on-one date at that point. And I was like, girl, he's saving it, but he is into you. So I I think I, I caught on to the fact that he was very much attracted to her at least and that they had good chemistry. And then as I watched the season, I was like, oh, okay, I was right. Because <laughs> I didn't see their interaction prior to that. Um, but I could tell in our group date that he had – kind of a soft spot for her see i completely missed this so i must be a bad viewer because i had no idea that she was such a front runner but i mean as the you know if you want i guess if you went back and watched the show i mean you were there but if a viewer watched the show from episode one all the way to the end it'd probably be see some trends or maybe the production crew was good at kind of keeping it a little suspenseful but well and i think because she didn't have a one-on-one until so late in the season a lot of people just saw little tiny clips of them together um but when you were around each other it was, it was around them it was palpable that they both were very interested in each other that's one thing you bring up it's i thought was kind of funny from the show when obviously they're only going to show like the you know the dates where it's like kind of like the intimate moments or serious conversations but I mean, you were on one of the dates. I mean, a date in general, there might be some awkward small talk or just like jokes being made. So if they showed all that, it might be you know a little easier to pick it out. But I mean, if you're only showing sitting down at a dinner table, having a very serious conversation every time, it might be tough to kind of see the, you know, regular, regular dynamic. Yeah, they're taking a week and condensing it down to two hours of the TV show. So you're not going to see all of the interactions, but when you're living it, you can kind of pick up on where his eyes keep going <laughs> and who they keep going to. And then my final question here is about you having to watch yourself on TV. Was that uncomfortable for you at all, re-watching it and seeing yourself? Or did you kind of just, you know, when you were there saying, you know, I'm, I'm on camera, I'm going to have to watch it back? I was wildly uncomfortable watching it. We watched the season right along with the viewers. Um, and I'm in Arizona, so a lot of the girls that live on the East Coast would make comments, you know, via text. And I was like, what? What is happening? I haven't seen it yet. So it was it was nerve-wracking. Um, Mondays were always a, a very emotional day of wondering what's going to be shown, what won't be. And, you know, when you're in the house, they say the cameras go away after a while. And to some degree, they do. But I think it's not that you're not aware of the cameras. You're just not as mindful of the fact that there's an entire nation of people that might be tuning in to some of your comments. So it's always a little nerve-wracking. I have never been one. I had no dreams of being an actress or anything like that. So to see myself on TV was pretty bizarre and surreal, if I'm being honest. Um, But, you know, in the end, I 
I can't say anything bad about my edit. I think it was very authentic to my time on the show and my experience with him. So I am thankful to report. I am (laughs) happy that what was shown was shown. And, you know, whether people have comments about it, that's fine. But um, I think throughout I was as real to myself as possible. And, And that's what was shown. I think it sure it sure seemed genuine to me, genuine to a lot of viewers, and that will do it for this interview uh, on Stephen Interviews Cool People. Elise, do you want to let people know maybe you know what you're up to now or where they can find you on social media to kind of follow your path? Yeah, absolutely. I am new to Twitter, but I am on there. I'm not very good at it, but I am most active on Instagram, and it's Elise Michelle underscore MUA for makeup artists. And I am currently just focusing on a project that I've been working on, oh, my gosh, for almost three years. And um, hopefully that will be launching soon of bringing makeup education um, online, a little bit more personalized than maybe some of the YouTube tutorials. So I am just focused on the education side of my industry right now and hoping to get that out as soon as possible. As for me, like I said, this is Stephen Interviews Cool People. You can find it wherever podcasts are found. You can find me on my humble Instagram account, Kibitza Writes. And Elise, once again, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I think you're super cute, girl, but I keep to myself. No time to talk to anybody.